0: be really good. silence isn't awkward anymore I think about the way you was before you pulled me through your bedroom door now I'm with you every night I'm one of wake up guys the podcast <laughs> is starting this is so good, this song here it goes, ready? oh, boom
1: even if it's just us watching with the sound of on Pretty good, eh? Always good.
0: Pretty lyrics, good. Lyrics
1: always shit. Really? Yeah. Even it, if it's just uh, still watching with the yeah. sound off. Yeah,
0: so the, uh, the chorus is watching TV with the sound off. Or I mean, the, the title. The By title p-
1: of the actual song. Yeah. That's <laughs> and even that's
0: like 90% of the lyrics. Frick. By Peter Thomas.
1: Oh, I thought this was Jay Beeps, to be honest no. with you. It's a pretty
0: good banger, though. Anyway. Peter Thomas. PT. Peter Thomas.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. what a good so, day to be alive man it's a,
0: it's always a great day to be alive well some days
1: <laughs> yo we're both losing weight hard. <laughs> we are we're both losing weight hard <laughs> we're all, uh, Amar's on his six week body White transformation, transformation. <laughs> trademark yeah uh I got six weeks to uh, transform my how many body more, how many more weeks you got <laughs> man I got two and a half weeks really okay so I'm starting a water fast okay I'm just drinking water maybe coffee maybe tea um for the next two weeks in hopes to win this competition okay what do you get if you win a thousand bucks two thousand two grand oh two thousand cash and yeah, that is health that's a healthy prize. most people are like we'll give you a gift card for forty dollars yeah. and a free gatorade yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And they're like
0: no i'm not no this. it's
1: so good and you get like six weeks of training this six week body transformation it's amazing
0: yeah yeah, yeah.
1: so wow good you gifts. feeling good you feeling good though Feeling good, man, but I know some people are going to pull off some stuff, too. I swear to God, I think one girl got lipo. I like, <laughs> I haven't seen her in the gym. <laughs> she, she, like, skipped a week of gym. Yeah, yeah, So I was like, okay, you're obviously recovering. And she came, comes back like, cams Man, let me tell you something.
0: People <laughs> will go great lengths to win shit. Me, too. not no, why no, no but, like, like, unfair, you know? Yeah. So when I won my MMVA, it was a fan-voted thing. Yeah. Okay? And I was up against some other creators that I knew, like, in... In just a, a blunt way of saying it, they didn't have an audience to compete. Mm. That's just how it goes. Mm. I had a much larger audience, so I had a pretty good stranglehold in this thing. There was a couple other creators that I was up against. Yeah. And when I saw that they were in second, I'm like, "What the f-? no?
1: Yeah.
0: I'm like, no. What are you? What's going on here? Are you <laughs> botting shit? And it, and like they came close to winning, but I'm like, that would have been so trash Ugh. if they won. But it's because they were like buying bots to like get yeah, their yeah, shit yeah. going. How, like,
1: like people from Mexico are voting
0: yeah like like computers man
1: how are you with competition
0: it's a great question sometimes i'm like okay with it yeah but sometimes i'm just not (laughs) that's a terrible (laughs) answer um most of the time i justify and go like it's not who cares Like, who gives a shit but if it's the person pisses me off like if it's a person that pisses me off
1: yeah 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 then i'm like screw you i'm gonna win this yes and you'll go great lengths yeah you wouldn't do any shady shit to win a competition
0: no because you know what my problem is is like man my it's to a fault my conscience is so aggressive with me uh-huh. that if I even, if I did something wrong and may, maybe I don't address it, yeah. okay, it's still going to eat me up for until I do something about it. Oh. Here's the here's one. Here's here's <laughs> here's here's I went golfing with my buddy Kyle and we took our, you're supposed to return the cart, yeah. right? <laughs> and so what you can do when you're done golfing is you drive the carts to the parking lot, you unload your bag and stuff like the golf cart, Unload your bag to your car, and then you bring it back, and then you have to walk back to the lot. So I go, I, like, obviously my car was, f- like, it was first before his, so I take all my stuff out, and I left him with the cart, and I was like, okay, see you, man. <laughs> and he had to go to his car, dump it, and then bring the cart back. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, I drove home thinking, oh, my God. That's you, all you were thinking about the whole time. <laughs> the whole time, like, dude, I apologize. Should I send him, like, yeah, yeah, a note <laughs> saying like, I, I I shouldn't have left him with the cart? He should have called you out. I think that was the healthiest thing to do. If he yeah, because, like, I He's one of those friends where you can't tell if there's tension. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like with he's he's that. So it's up to me to sniff that out. Yeah. yeah. So I was there, I was like, ah, oh, fuck, there's tension. I should apologize for leaving him with the cart. But realistically, one of us was gonna be left with the cart. Yeah. Right? <laughs> one of us had to. Yeah, one of us had to. So That's
1: how you justify. That's how you justify, man.
0: Yeah, I'm just bad with that shit. And like and on the flip side of things, because today's topic is talking about forgiveness.
1: Yes, we are.
0: Um on the flip side of that, I'm also. Like, there's times where I'm just not good at it. But we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> All right. Do you want to
1: explain why and what we're talking about? Yeah. Um, I think Dan texted me. Uh, okay, here. Let me. For the last two, three weeks, four weeks, okay, I have been politically <laughs> heated. Like, yeah, if you think of like a, like a deer. In heat, okay, just like sexually in heat. Yeah, that's how I was with politics 100%. And I, I, I,
0: it's funny (laughs) because a few podcasts I felt it going there. I'm trying to steer it away, and (laughs) then one of them got away from me. And we spent like 15 minutes talking about politics, yeah, and uh, we cut it out.
1: And it was like politics, like regarding
0: (laughs) this thing, which is no, listen, it was fair, like you should have had time to talk about it, right? I think just sometimes some of our topics that we go down are just. Like, I want our audience to be, like, interested, you know? Yes. And sometimes politics can be really dry. Not at all what this is about. Yeah. But it was just, like, we were going down a path where I was spitballing shit. I didn't know anything. <laughs>
1: like, and, and also, we have, like, pillars that we like to stand on of, like, what we want this podcast to be, right? And part of that is, like, not... Um, I guess not like... um not creating animosity between, you know, like, not dividing. Not dividing,
0: but also something where they can take away and be like, huh, and, like, think about it later. Like, oh, that was a good little trick to deal with anxiety or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So, uh, (laughs) then, in the greatest Freudian slip, I was like, is this this real life? Like, uh, so, uh, George Bush, uh, son Bush, uh, mentioned, you know, he was saying, he was talking about, he's like, and, you know, no one man... um, should brutally I can invade play the clip. yeah oh yeah you play, want me the play the clip? clip play the clip well g- g- just
0: explain briefly what it is and then I'll play it
1: yeah okay so george bush is talking at like some at his institute george bush institute um, SMU SMU
0: SMU Southern Methodist
1: University in Texas um and he was talking about um you know the ukraine war the the russia ukraine war the the russian invasion of ukraine and why it's not a good thing
0: okay and here's the clip yeah you so just so you guys know what to listen for, he uh, he says Iraq invading Iraq instead of invading Ukraine. Yes, um, which is a huge mistake, but you'll you'll hear here.
1: Russian elections are rigged. Political opponents are imprisoned or otherwise eliminated from participating in the electoral process. The result is an absence of checks and balances in Russia, and. The decision of one man to launch a wholly unjustified and brutal invasion of Iraq. I mean, of Ukraine. <laughs> yeah. Iraq, too. Anyway. Uh, and then laugh. And they laugh. Okay. 75. Uh, so there it is. So greatest Freudian slip of the entire millennium, I i genuinely think. Freudian is like, you know, like when you have something on your mind and like it just slips. Right. So, I think Dan's angle on this when he texted me, he's like, Yo, how do you feel about this? It's kind of like basically shitty that they're laughing about this invasion of Iraq. I don't know if that was true.
0: Yes, because so, like, is it millions of people died?
1: Uh, yeah, some records say 160,000 is the minimum, and then over a million is the. So, potentially
0: over a million people died because the US invaded Iraq, right? And so, what happened in this speech is he says something that a lot of people from Iraq, um, even Americans believe they shouldn't have been there. Mm. It was an unjustified attack on Iraq. By but, the
1: action of one man, decision of yeah. one man. And
0: so this was never addressed. It was always, no, they had this, they had this, nothing was ever confirmed. So when he slips up and says, an unjustified, unholy attack on Iraq, it's like, everyone's like, ha, yeah, I caught you. Finally. You friggin' said it. Yes. You know, and, and so I I texted him Mark, I'm like, you know what? I wonder genuinely, does that feel good Yeah. or does it feel worse that you had somebody, the, the guy in charge basically slip up and say, Hey, yeah. I mean, he's, he addressed it as if he was, Oh, I'm 75, you know, like I messed up. Yeah. But he's been out of politics
1: for years, man. Boy's been painting. Yeah. (laughs) So why is, why is he? (laughs) so, So here's the thing. I, my first reactions, um, was for, okay. Before my first reactions, first of all, Imagine foreplay. Imagine like foreplay of the clip for the last 20 my years. My guys horny today. Very. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm just going to talk about it in in terms of my heat analogy, okay? <laughs> so Iraqis have been literally in heat, okay? Just people pegging around our clip for the last oh 20 years. Okay? And then my boy, not my boy, mm. not our boy, okay? Uh, to us the devil himself says goes out and says finally that yes it was you know iraq too like it's like iraq too uh, like, now that slip up okay first of all it made us feel oh finally he said it but then we hear the laughter and then you're like oh shit wait like that, that's not cool they're laughing at basically our pain almost but then i as a toronto fan also um remember when toronto raptors versus like um uh, golden state warriors we had like KD, who's like the star of yes. the Golden State Warriors. Tore his Achilles? He, yeah, he tore his Achilles and like he got injured and all the Toronto fans were like, yeah! yeah. Like, yeah. it was like such a celebration. It was a big
0: win. I mean, as dark as it is, it was a big win because he's such an amazing player.
1: Exactly. I felt like this is how this kind of was where like you, in the beginning, you like celebrate, but then you're like, wait, but doesn't even matter. Like, no, that's like pretty so
0: shitty. So, I, I think there's two ways you can absorb this. One, literally, yeah, which I think you've taken it yeah and the other option is that he genuinely messed up
1: i think he genuinely messed up right but i also think he genuinely should not be talking about invasions like i it just whether he messed up or not whether he gaffed up yeah or not.
0: It, it, you know what the thing is it's not even like it was it's not that it was like a an autocorrect typo yeah like you think of the worst thing this guy could have said <laughs> He's in his mind he's like don't say iraq don't say yeah. iraq don't say iraq the invasion of iraq uh. like the worst thing he could have said yeah. and he said it so it's not like he said hey guys i'm here at uh, texas a&m yeah. wrong school whatever no he he said something which his presidency was heavily based around which was the iraq war yeah um and then he goes and says so it's it's kind of a, a weird spot where it, yeah. it's like
1: i don't know how i'd feel if i were you I don't know, man. To me, I'm just like, he, to me, he's a war criminal. He's done crimes against humanity, and I know, uh, you know, people can contest that and stuff. But like, even like, even his dad, man, even his daddy Bush. I, again, look, look, I'm here, going away on a on a tangent. Okay, my name Amar. Okay, mm. let, me, let me tell you the story about my name Amar. Yeah, doesn't it mean like son of a carpenter I mean, I mean, or some shit. No, it means builder. Oh, that's what it is. Okay, my name Amar is because Daddy Bush, in like so. Uh, George H. W. Bush, yep. um, when he had a war against Iraq, um, which is like, uh, let's say it's a more justified war than the than uh, the other Bush's invasion. Okay, when he had a war, he attacked knowingly attacked a a a shelter called the Amriya shelter, which means the building. Um, he knowingly attacked that building with citizens, with women and children inside, 500 people. Okay, if Putin does that today, everyone would be like, "Oh, he's a war criminal," which he is. And I feel like the same so anyways, so when that day, when that building was bombed, um that's when like any Iraqi that born that day was called Amar because it was like to rebuild that building. Why right? do you
0: think um it's different? What do you mean? Why do you think we're so willing to be like, "Oh, Ukraine, Ukraine, poor Ukraine." Mm. But when it comes to Iraq, we're like, well, you know, maybe it was deserved, you know, like that seems to be the take. Yeah. Um, Is it because that Ukrainians live a much closer in relation style of life to us? Do you believe that?
1: I I, like um, I I do think there is like the westernness of it. I I think that affects like, let's say, 10 percent. Because we can relate easier. Yeah, I do think 10 percent of Westerners will say, oh, that person kind of looks like me. I, you know, I. I kind of feel for them right right and that's not to say like that doesn't happen it happens in you know arabs experience it too uh, people follow r- colors and races experience that where it's like if an arab is getting attacked i i do feel bad um but anyways i, I think that's 10 percent of it um i also think people try to complicate things a little too much like russia invading ukraine is a very simple no it's like a This shouldn't happen. Mm. It's 2022. This should not happen. Right, right. right? If America invades Iraq, you're like, oh, well, you know, it's just, uh, it's politically heated there. You know, it's unstable. It's complicated. I think that's exactly
0: why, is that we tend to look at historical things and go, oh, like, listen, I can only speak from, growing up here on the news, it's always trouble in the Middle East. Yeah. Always, man. So when I went to um, Israel. Yeah right yeah. um i was for sure expecting the most stereotypical shit people like some war torn some, some yeah war torn like i don't know just a rough country and i got there i'm like what the f-? i'm looking around going like this literally like tel aviv looks tropical yeah. shit amazing yeah then then it only got nicer i mean it got it got more um evident that there was a divide because there was some places like bethlehem you can't go because yes. Palestinians have it, right? So you see that, but you don't see what it shows on the news consistently. So when you grow up in an environment where it's always the news showing uh, Middle East trouble, terror in the Middle East, the West Bank, and and identifying the West Bank as all of the Middle East, yeah. you tend to think, okay, that's just, and this is going to sound bad, but like that's just what happens there. It's happened for decades. Yeah, And then when you look at somewhere like Ukraine, tie in the aspect of, wait, they've got condos there. We have condos here. Mm-hmm. Wait, they wear the same type of jacket and baseball caps. Mm-hmm. It's like an added layer of relatability that we're kind of like, oh.
1: Yeah, and, and you might not do it consciously, but just you like, don't, you don't. But subconsciously, it's just an easy, it's easy to see your your parents in that city Like, it's easy to see one of those grandmas and be like, oh shit, that could have been one of my grandmas, right? Ooh, ooh. Same thing as like, you know, if Raki looks at like, you know, a, a grandma dead or whatever, you see it like, But anyways, I think the media, um, you know, the same thing that probably Russians are going through right now, which is all they're seeing on the news is propaganda. I do believe over here, it's the same, like, in America, it was the same type of propaganda. I I remember there was, like, a clip of, like, some uh, Kuwaiti girl, and she's like, oh, Iraqis, they came into the hospital, and they, like, stabbed babies in the incubators and stuff like this which is like Holy horrible shit. to no hear way. And she, so this girl, this Kuwaiti girl she was like a, you know, yeah, she was a girl and she was like doing this at the end of the congressional hearing on if they should uh, go to Iraq um, and then it turns out that that Kuwaiti girl is actually the daughter of the Kuwaiti ambassador to America mm. and she was never in that hospital and it was a complete lie mm. and, and uh, all I'm saying is the lies happen here, That's the t- lies happen there, and the propaganda goes everywhere. It's a tough pill to
0: swallow for a lot of people. Because you grew up thinking, you see it on the news, it happened. Yeah. right. But you don't realize, and a lot of people still don't realize, that when you tell a story, you can add perspective and leave out or add in context that is going to spin it. Yeah. Like if I tell you a story, I went to the store, I bought a chocolate bar, I tripped and fell and scraped my knee on yeah. a rock. Well, th- th- that's one way of telling you. Then another news source could say, no, "No, no, he ran to the store. Looked like he was running from something. Yeah, went bought a chocolate bar. And when he went to jump down, he did a weird. You know, it's like now the story seems like it's so different, but it's the same elements in the story. 100%. So I don't think a lot of people are have the ability to break the trust in the news because the news has always been there. Yeah, but the and and this is why. I've said this so many times. I didn't like Trump. I don't like Trump. I didn't even vote for Trump. Yeah. But what he did was he took the news and he added a division in them saying, fake news. He inspired and he started this fake news thing, which I think they needed. 100%. So the rest of the world can say, you know, don't believe anything you see on the news. I totally agree with that messaging that he put out there. Yeah. The news can be so skewed and you don't know what you're seeing. And then you look at something like this where George Bush messes up and... We laugh like <laughs> like it's okay, but it's like no, it's not okay. Once you realize that shit was never really okay, yeah, and like just sort of admitted
1: it. it. We would not do that if if Putin in ten twenty years does that. We would not do that in Canada if if we if laugh Trudeau, at no. like some like children's graves and stuff. Yeah. It, it's it's all like it's it's all the same, and somehow some way uh, they get away with it. But also saying that, I also know that people and it's it's okay it happens but people do care more about the news that personally affects them right like in general people care about anything that affects them yeah like if i hear something and you know like let's say when paul walker passed away mm. i remember that was such a big thing right and then you know the arab instinct right away is to always be like amazing you know paul walker was an amazing man and like he should deserve this but like there's also millions of people dying overseas like why don't people care about that and the answer i think is always like the people overseas don't really mean any like it's and it's okay to say it but like they don't really mean newsworthy th- yeah, yeah they haven't like affected your life personally and so but that
0: makes a little bit more sense to me as cold as that sounds yeah right the news if the news were to profile every death it would be a consistent running network of just deaths and births right? 100%. because it's always happening so you look at you got to start to prioritize and this is where Now it gets into a debate of, well, how are you, what's the category, what are the requirements to prioritize this over that, right? Paul Walker was a movie star globally. We saw him in things. So a lot of people knew him. Yes. Whereas, I mean, unfortunately, a lot of us don't know Zach from wherever. Yeah. And,
1: And the news in the end of the day is a marketing platform where they need to sell eyeballs, right? And so Amber Heard versus Johnny Depp we'll get more screen time because that personally, we're more interested in that. Like we genuinely are more interested. And that's not to say death is less important than Johnny Depp, but Johnny Depp means more to us than someone overseas. And that's that's fair. There's like a blessing in this, right? Like, so I'm in a a phase right now or
0: so, so, (laughs) (laughs) so, so so I go through this phase where, you know, I'll be fine. And then, then my life will get relatively anxious and then I sort of start to slip up a bit in terms of anxiety really starting to consume me. I start to see my therapist. Mm-hmm. I get bored of it. Not bored of it, but I get sort of fixed with my issues and I stop seeing her. And then, then the cycle eventually repeats itself. So I just started, I just booked this session because I've, I've noticed that it's starting to sort of slip with me, right? And so what I've realized is that, you know, people don't think about you or care about things you do as much as you do. And I know that I slip up when I start to think that, you know, I went to a festival on the weekend. I got pretty drunk. I was dancing to Prozac and Brand Van 3000, both <laughs> 90s bands, yeah. right? And I remember waking up uh, at like midnight at my house, thirsty as hell as you are yeah. if you're drunk. And man, full on anxiety lying in bed going, oh, fuck, what did I do? Did I say anything stupid? Did I do anything stupid? And I felt it starting to get away from me. Mm. And I was like, Dan, stop. Like, don't. For what reason, right? And my brother then posted a video in our family group chat of one of the big songs that my family all knows, Drinking in L.A. Yeah. And it's mainly me dancing. I think he was trying to sort of tease or whatever. It was showing me dancing in the crowd. And he kept saying, oh, man, you're like the star of the crowd. I think he was, again, trying to sort of tease. But when I saw the video, I'm like, this to me looks like just like a guy having a good vibe at a concert. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So when I saw that, it, it eased it. But mm-hmm. if I didn't see that, my brain was telling me you were obnoxious. You were doing this, that, and this. And I'm like... Just diving deep into it. That's why I have to start, go back to therapy, man. Because I've lost control of being able to combat myself. Mm-hmm. I've always been my worst enemy. And when you lose control of being able to say that happened, that didn't happen, mm-hmm. and you let your brain say, mm, but it could have happened. So let's just categorize it as it did happen that's when it's sort of gone too far.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Uh, Sorry, there's this thing called egocentric bias, Mm. right? Where they've done studies of like, um, you know, they ask like, let's say you guys all live, the family lives together at the house, right? Let's say it's four or five of you, okay? And they ask every person, okay, five of you, who does the most work or how much percent of the work do you do at home, right? And the total will always be more than 100% because everyone thinks they do more work Mm. than everyone else. Right, Right, right. But also, that egocentric bias also works in, in uh, you causing fights. If, they, if you ask two couples, do you, how much of the fights do you cause? You'll also get more than 100% because every person thinks they actually cause more of the fights.
0: And We've talked about this before. Though, like, like accountability uh, is, is, could be the fix to a lot of things. Yeah. The problem is ego and accountability really don't like each other. Yeah. right? Like your ego comes in and goes, no, 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 hold on. We can say we did it. We did it. We played a role, but we're not taking all the blame here, 100%. even if it was all the blame on you. Right. Yeah. Um, so that's an interesting take. Cause like arguments could be diffused so much easier if you said, okay, look, like what, what is it that you need? Like, what did I do wrong in your world? Yeah. Like I genuinely want to know. And you let them say whatever, and don't start to ask these condescending questions. Like, and did you think that was fair? Like that, that gets you nowhere, right? Cause you're yeah. also getting a jab in there. I like you hear them out and you go, okay. I I can't understand, but, like, that's fine. I really apologize. I gave you that feeling, you know? The ego needs a job, man. Um, Today's topic, by the way, even though we're, like, halfway in, uh, we're talking about forgiveness. Um, Mm -hmm. We did sort of briefly touch on it because I wanted to ask Amar if he felt any sort of uh, inclination to forgive. I don't know if that's the right word, but, like, forgive what had happened here for something so
1: big. Currently, I, and maybe I'll change my mind and stuff. And but I just genuinely don't think I could forgive someone, like you know George Bush, for for what he's. I just I just don't. I there's there, no chance. Is there a
0: situation where you think um, forgiveness would would be better
1: left undone? Like yeah. So I, this is when I was like thinking of forgiveness today. I was like, I was actually searching up. I was like. No but no one online will ever say why forgiveness is a good thing. Sorry, like why not forgiving is a good thing. Like it's always why forgiveness is good and why you should do forgiveness. But like I, I Because did- it spins. You lose you lose so where it would be that
0: yeah is oh no, sometimes like no, listen, you don't need to call your ex. Mm. Even though sometimes you think you do. No, it's over. You don't need to. Yeah. But that's not forgiveness. I I, I I'm on the side where I can't see why forgiveness would be a bad thing i could see why it's hard yeah to do and why um it might be hard to understand why you're doing that to someone that hurts you right so someone hurts you and you're the one that has to forgive i hate that shit like i'll be the first to say it. i hate when it's like be the bigger man forgive him. like i don't want to that's not my job yeah 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 yeah. you know but at the end of the day uh the problem is you slip into sort of like a a victim mentality pretty quick
1: yeah if you start to go it's not my job like he's the one that hurt me and that's the trick right it's like it's like you're yes you're putting yourself in the victim mentality and it you know it feels better to say something is is out of your control right like i'm not forgiving them because um i'm not forgiving them because they they did x y and z right and by forgiving them it's almost like you're no longer a victim right but like you can still feel hurt and you want to feel that hurt you could feel a hurt and it's okay as a part of
0: grieving getting over something but to sit in victim mode is where you're looking for them to do something that you know they're not going to do we've, yeah. we've all been there like oh I want them to call me and tell them that they they are sorry for what they did and, and no that's no longer about apologizing or forgiving that's about you wanting to hear something from somebody else that goes into like your self-worth your yeah, yeah, yeah. insecurities when it comes to forgiving I can't see why like if someone hurts you you can forgive. And then move on without them. Mm-hmm. Forgiving isn't about like, okay, I uh, I accept your apology. Let's be best buddies again and hug, mm. you know? No, you can forgive and, and stay away. I've done it. I've done it before where I'll be like, okay, this is a really hard thing for me to do because this really upset me. It really hurt me. I can get past this and understand. And the only way I was able to do that was putting myself in their shoes.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. By yeah.
0: saying, okay, let's just switch it for a
1: second. You have somebody that is coming at you. Wouldn't you, you know? Yeah. Uh, what was this quote? There was a quote that I heard. It was like, um, not forgiving someone is kind of like drinking the poison and expecting someone else to die. Right? So like, yeah, yeah, you're hurting yourself. I think this is what you're trying to say is like, it, remove them out of the equation. You don't want to hurt yourself. Mm-hmm. Right? So by not forgiving them and not moving on, you're actually hurting yourself and expecting them to get hurt.
0: Perfect example is, have you ever had issues with a friend that's in your friend group and they all hang out and you know they're going to be there and now you've got this thing of, oh, fuck, oh like I want to hang out and you know I don't want to sit beside them and if we get there and there's no room, I'm going to have to leave. That right there, that right there is the issues that arise when you sit with this thing, even if they hurt you, okay, you can forgive and just not be close to them. Yeah, that's not like I think forgiveness can be that. Like what they did to you or what they hurt you with happened. Yeah, like you can accept that that happened. Yeah, um, and you don't have to then be like, you know, a lot of people think, okay, I'm, like, I accept your apology. Let's hug. Let's just go back to how it was, because a lot of the time it won't go back to how it was, and that's yeah. fine. Yeah,
1: right. Because it, relationships that, that happens, man. Damn, it. Yeah, I don't know. Forgiveness is. is... You know, people can make it seem that, and that's the problem I had with all these online articles is like, they make it seem like it's so easy, but we all know how hard it is to, and and yes, there are things I can forgive. Like I, you know, I, um, you know, there's a lot of people who've done me wrong, I guess in my life that it's easy to forgive, right? But it's only easy because it didn't even matter in the first place. Like whether it's a relationship, whether it's the, um, the, the context or the fight or whatever, it just all didn't matter. But there are times when I feel like I've held on grudges for like five years, yeah. ten years. And that's because that relationship in itself matters to me. I see. So I it's see. harder to it's harder to forgive. It's harder to 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 move on with you know with with someone or something that means a lot to you.
0: The flip side is like I am sort of in this state of mind where I don't really give to anybody power, especially if you're new in my life. I give you very little power. Yeah. Meaning you do something that hurts me or you do something um, it's a very easy cutoff. And I get like, that can be relatively toxic in terms of trying to maintain a larger friend group. If you keep cutting them off for the smallest things, (laughs) it's not going to work. Right. Um, but that's just a way of a protection mechanism Mm -hmm. that I've built up saying like, look, I I brought you close. You did this. So sort of like, fuck you. Like we're done here. Right. And then, then it's like, it's easy. Um, where it me is like, my brothers. Okay, my brothers can get under my skin. See you
1: can't cut them off. You can man, you
0: can't. Like even if you wanted to, you can't. Yeah. So my brothers have gotten under my skin um even recently and I remember the smallest shit. Like if you had done it <laughs> or if someone else did it, <clears throat> I would have been able to be like, well, eh, whatever. Yeah. But because my brother friggin' did it, it, it hits me in a way that I'm like, I want to just be like, Why the f- why would you do that? Why did you say that? Why did you have to be that way? Yeah. Um and it's it's harder. To forgive, oddly enough, yeah, those deeper re- relationships, it's harder for to, to forgive because you almost expect them not to have done it in the first place.
1: Yes, and you can't cut them off. Like there is no, there are there are way less protective mechanisms of, oh, I'll just cut them off. Oh, no, I'm gonna move on. It's like you really can't because it, you see the you, <laughs> you see the, <laughs> the Christmas shit. <laughs> no,
0: it, it's a hard thing. Like your your family is kind of what you're stuck with, right? So when it comes to relationships you have to balance and i've been pretty vocal about it like I, i'm a huge believer that as you get older the dynamics of families should be changing although mm-hmm. i think a lot of them don't mm-hmm. you remain who you were when you were 7 when you were 10 when you're 12 your position in your family it's hard to break that yeah and it's something that i've had issues with here and there throughout my life saying like this isn't going to work anymore let's stop
1: doing that i'm this now yeah um this is something i can't unthink of and i'm like I don't know, I've been thinking about it for like years now, is there are parents, and even brothers and sisters, but there are parents that are better for certain a- ages of your life. Mm. Like mm. Y- sometimes you can tell your mom or your dad is a was a way better parent from 20 to 30 than they were from 5 to 15, right? Like if you think of like the classic stereotypical dad um, thing of like, you know, dads are kind of piss poor at being there for you from five <laughs> to fifteen, <laughs> right? <laughs> like the stereotypical thing. But like from fifteen to like thirty, they're like amazing. They like make you like more leadership and like you know, th- there's like some things there about dads that are 100%, better. One hundred percent. One hundred percent.
0: Like I would agree. I've I've seen like once you humanize your parents, <laughs> <Yeah>. everything changes. <laughs> and and where that happens is when. A, uh, a parent might have an opposing belief yeah, to the point that you can't even be on their side. It doesn't mean they're a bad person. It doesn't mean you're a bad person. It just, it shows that you guys are your own people. Yeah. Um. If they make a mistake and you're able to sort of see that, um. if they respond to something in a unhealthy way, like these are all things that humanize your parents from when you're a kid where yeah, you yeah, think yeah. that they have all the right answers, this and that. Like I got a pretty close relationship with my mom. And I could say there's there's quite a few times where we just don't agree. Like even art, we're both artistic people, yep. and her art style and what she enjoys and what she classifies as art isn't the same as mine. <laughs> yeah. And and we often will have these discussions where she'll she'll say something about an art piece that might be so simple, and maybe say something that I'm picking up as well. You're sort of classifying as not art. Because yeah, it's your easy. art sucks. <laughs> no, no, like not mine, but like <laughs> she really uh, she'll really prioritize. the the shit that takes six weeks to do with a fine brush. And like, that's just not a piece you'll ever see in my house. Mm. It's just not my art style. Um, But I'm sorry, if there's modern art museums and there's fine art museums, they're both classified as art because art is so subjective. Anyways, once you get to a point where you develop that, you can sort of look at them and say, okay,
1: I just disagree with you. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. And that's okay, right? You just have a normal opinion. Yeah,
0: I will say though, in the past, forgiveness has um, taught me to, uh, respond differently in relationships. Mm. Like when you can forgive someone, you can almost see the issue arising earlier than someone else. Like if something bothered you for a long time in somebody and then you forgive them. And a part of forgiving is understanding why that caused a reaction. And once you know why you can look at other relationships and say, this has in the past caused this person to be this way. So I can, I can sort of
1: expect, Re- and if this reaction comes up, I know how to deal with it. Uh, yeah. Similar reaction will happen. right? Yeah, man, relationships or forgiveness in relationships. This is so difficult. I well, am- cause
0: sometimes you need
1: closure, right? Like <laughs> I, those are almost tied. Yeah.
0: Like closure to me, let's say you end a relationship and it just goes, we're done. Mm-hmm. You've, you've seen each other for years. We're done. You just don't see each other. I think that would get under anybody's skin because it's like, there's no closure. There is no sense of forgiveness of the relationship failed <laughs>
1: You know, my, my, I, I laugh because my ego, I will never, ever let anyone, uh, even not even in a relationship, even like a girl, maybe like I've uh, talked to three times on the phone. Okay. And it was going somewhere. And then, you know, let's say she's like, um, Hey, sorry. It, like, I don't know. Uh, six months ago, a girl was like, Hey, um, sorry. I don't see this any going anywhere. Our values aren't aligned. She said this to you. She said this to me. Mm. Right. And yo, I, I know my mind does not do well with our values don't align like yo what value right yeah, yeah so right away i sent her oh thanks you know she sent a big paragraph i was like thanks for taking the time to write this you know um and i'm sure i'll see you again yeah literally two three hours later i was like hey uh just selfishly and selflessly uh what values of mine don't align you <laughs> went back yeah i oh, went back, went back? <laughs> i need i need the closure man let me I need this. to know like what values specifically did you not see so i i If I I pray for the girl that says I'm done with me. (laughs) Because that's like an ego thing. Look, um,
0: I remember I did an interview, uh, like a job interview for a radio show Mm. here in Toronto. Mm. And they were interested in me being uh, a host on their breakfast show. Yeah. And this was when I was living in Texas. And this was like a a great opportunity. It's a massive station. Mm -hmm. And so I did the interviews and it was a three interview process. One was with the producer who found me first. The second was a test run with the hosts on something. And the third is where I said I'm not doing it, uh, which is why it didn't happen. Mm. So the second one was, it was a call-in with the other hosts just to see our chemistry on air. And one of them was talking about relationships. And I remember at the time, I often think back to this, where they asked me a question about what do you do when someone breaks up with you? And I said, I've never been broken up with. Mm. And they're like, oh, wow, that's lucky. And I think back to like, how sort of naive you are when you've never felt heartbreak from rejection before. Right. Cause, cause that hits different, man. That makes you question your value. Cause before that you had a clean record of like, no, 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 I didn't want them. Yeah. 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 So yeah. when somebody doesn't want you yeah, one, you're it's, it's really hard to forgive because
1: you're like, I'm, I'm me. I, I know what I put out there. It was all good intentions. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And you, you not being wanted is like the biggest lie that I think most, most people have told this lie the most is like to themselves t- to themselves to everyone else like yeah. oh no no i just didn't want the opportunity or no no i just didn't want them no nah, no nah, yeah. they just didn't fit me yeah yeah it's hard, it's hard for someone to be like uh, you know i i was not good enough or i was well, rejected there,
0: or there could be other reasons like i know for me communication can be an issue and yeah. um there was a girl that's that sent me sort of like uh, it was getting kind of weird cuz i man i would message her maybe once a week to like hang out like I wasn't putting the effort in. Yeah. Right. Did you squeak? I think you squeaked. It wasn't it was me who squeaked. Like oh. yo, reverse
1: back fifteen seconds. <laughs> I think it was his squeak. We looked at each other. I was like, I can't keep talking because he heard <laughs> I, that. I, I I called myself out in my head when I was like, there was you were talking about relationships like maybe like ten <laughs> minutes ago and I was like, uh. And, and I, and I didn't even say it like that. I said it in like such like a effeminate <laughs> moan way. I was like, uh. <laughs> right? Yeah. Okay. So but I think that was your, your squeak was yours.
0: Um. Anyways, <laughs> so the reason why I was only really hanging out with this girl once a week was I thought she was attractive, but genuinely I thought she was boring. Yeah. But her being attractive at that time outweighed her being boring because mm-hmm. life was kind of boring at the time too. So I was like, "What? Well, I got the time for this?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so when she sent the message saying, "I just don't know if we're compatible," I felt within the first few seconds of reading it, going like, "Oh, me." What's wrong with me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it couldn't be. I was just always, always so fun. And then I thought, Dan, stop. You were disconnected from this for like a month, two yes, months. Yes. This is self-fulfilled. Yeah. Like you played a role in this. So don't be surprised when someone says this. And so I responded back really elegantly. Mm-hmm. I'm so proud of myself. Yeah, yeah. Our writing
1: skills when we get broken up with. Yeah. yeah. Rejecting someone. <laughs> Gets us poetry, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I
0: was like. Hey, listen! Thank you so much for the honesty. Um, I had so much time. I, I had so much fun getting to know you. Um, I do agree that we probably aren't compatible, mm. but um, either way, I've enjoyed my time with you. Nice. And then, boom, I'm out. What that does Poetic is it puts nice. you on an even even playing field as them. So yes. that they don't feel like Haha, I rejected him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't reject me.
1: It was it was coming. And <laughs> sometimes it's easier to like make yourself inferior to them, like on the breakup, just to make it easier for them. Do what like you're like uh you know like you, I don't know you just we say sometimes we say things in a certain way that makes us look like we're inferior to them. Oh, you know, you you got such a great personality, yeah. and you're going so yeah, you know, you're going you're so, gonna do such great things. Yeah, 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 I can't wait to see you. And yeah, and I'm just gonna be some bum on a tbc bus. I get it. Yeah, I, <laughs> but we I don't know why we do that. So I did easy. that. I did that um,
0: months ago. I was uh at a bar and pretty tipsy at this point. And this girl taps me on the shoulder. and I turned back and it was like uh, an ex-girlfriend's friend. Yeah. Never. If I could have told you who the last person I would see at this spot, it was like a hole in the wall bar in Toronto. Yeah. yeah. She goes, Dan. And I'm like, hey. And my brain was just crickets. I'm like, what the fuck? What do I say? What do I say? And I'm like, hey. And she was a model, right? So I'm like, hey, I thought I would see you on uh, the big billboards (laughs) by now. Project Runway. And I'm like, oh, you fucking idiot. (laughs) 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 What is this shit? Like, what are you
1: hyping her up for? (laughs) <laughs> um,
0: but I had no, I had nowhere to go. It was kind of an awkward interaction, but, um, yeah, I don't yeah.
1: know. But I, I think one of you know, in terms of forgiveness, like another thing that makes it so hard is like, we as people are rarely in the present. Like we're so, it's so hard for us to remain in the present. So every time we think of that person, we think of that as soon as we think of them, we think we're in the past again, right? Like the hurt they did to us, the not it how, it's almost
0: like it's a uh, like a stake in the ground and you're attached to a rope. Yes, and you're never going to get past
1: it. You can try to get as far as you want. And but. it's like it has you on a leash and like it just brings you right back. Yes, right. And it's so hard to cut yourself off, but man, it's uh, yeah. Like that's what the best feeling is like when you see someone that has hurt you in the past that you it doesn't it, you're back in the present and it doesn't you're you've detached yourself from from the hurt well, that cause caused you. Like
0: forgiveness, uh it's not going to necessarily fix the relationship. Yeah. That's not what it's meant to do. Forgiveness is literally something for you. Mm-hmm. It's not for them. They might be, please forgive me. That's okay. I'll forgive you, but I'll still never see you again. That, none of that is going to change. The outcome is going to be the same. We're not going to be friends. Yeah, yeah. I'm forgiving you so I can move on. I think people look at forgiveness and think it's a gift you're giving somebody. It's selfless. And it's for them, right? Yeah. Like, okay, I forgive you. You can move on. Forgiveness is a is for you. Yes. Right. Um, And maybe the best selfish thing you could do. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Because there's a a classic analogy, which everyone's heard. And it's like a professor holding a glass of water. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, it's a half-fold glass of water at arm's length. And he asks the class, um, hey, do you think this is going to hurt my arm? Yeah. And they're like, no, are you kidding me? There's like two ounces of water in this cup, right? And he goes, okay, what if I hold this for 24 hours? And they're like, well, yeah, now it will. Well, of course. And that's sort of the same idea here that when you hold on to a grudge or you hold on to something bad someone's done to you, it's kind of like, it's only going to get heavier. It's going to become this awkward weirdness when, especially if you're in the same friend group. Yeah. And you got to go to the same places as I'm and shit. I
1: can't, th-
0: I can't deal with it, man.
1: But it oddly feels good to like talk about <clears throat> forgiveness and resentment. As if, as if we're good at it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like it, it, genuinely, this feels like uh, i don't know we i feel lighter talking about this right now right and i I feel like even with your friends when you talk about you know it always feels lighter because most of the time the seed of the problem is so silly
0: and oftentimes like associated to ego ego challenges you know uh, some sort of offense was taken yeah um people just not understanding where someone else is at usually that's what it falls down to right i think another thing to consider though is Forgiveness is not a, we had a fight 10 minutes ago, let's do this. Mm. Forgiveness has to happen when you're ready for it. Mm. Um, and there's things you can do to to put yourself into a state of mind where you become ready for it. But you don't have to rush. Like, Through it. like when some people say, I need time. Genuinely, they need time to process how they can go about dropping it mentally from them. If it hurt them so severely, uh-huh. if someone cheats on you, okay, I think that's... Cheating is something that I think would would hurt me severely. Yeah, that's straight betrayal. It is like on an, an emotional connection, right? Every connection, physically, you're you're hurt emotionally, yeah. mentally. It's just I I view that as probably the pinnacle of hurt that someone can cause you. Mentally, you'll you'd question it forever. So that's one that I'm like, that would take a while to figure out some sort of blueprint of how I could let go of this and move on.
1: Yeah. And then especially if they come back and they're like, you know, even if they're saying sorry, like, and like, oh, it was a mistake. Like
0: That's one thing. Like, I already can cut people. This sounds like aggressive, but like cutting people out, that's already aggressive. I can distance myself from people that I genuinely view don't help me. And I don't view that as toxic yeah, yeah. because I've, I've spent so much money in therapy, okay, <laughs> that naturally I will have a strength in, in certain toxic behavior mm. because I've, I've done so much work around it. Some of that is when I notice a toxic behavior or it brings something out in me that makes me a worse person, um, I'll distance myself from this. I don't expect them to change because they won't. And you're yeah. only going to let yourself down every time you go back. But you can manage how much time you're spending around that person that causes this toxic reaction.
1: Yeah. Uh, Sorry, back about this cheating thing. Mm. Okay. So the the other side of forgiveness could be, uh, in in this case, is letting go, right? So let's say you're not the one who got cheated on. Uh, Let's say you are the one who cheated, right? Right. You're the one who betrayed someone.
0: Yes. I genuinely, first off, I think that's an... People always say it's harder to be the cheater. No, it's not. That's a bullshit excuse. I think it's it's much easier to move past because you've already be cheated on. No, to do the cheating it's way easier to do the cheating. Oh, you think without a doubt, man, the, the, the only reason why you've done the cheating is because there's been a disconnect emotionally that allowed you to do it. If you love somebody uh-huh. genuinely love and care about them, you're not going to do this mistake. Yeah. I don't see how that would happen. I've been in love before and no matter
1: what girl came up and offered me anything, it would never have changed my, but For sure, I agree with you on like you would never do that mistake, okay? But once the mistake or the action happens, right, that feeling is so, it's so, it's such a shit feeling. I'm not, I haven't cheated on anyone, but it's, I imagine it to be such a shit feeling. But I have no sympathy, right? Like, (laughs) no, you, you don't have to have sympathy, right? But I'd imagine such a shit feeling, right? So let's say you have betrayed that person and you have that shit feeling. Do you feel like to let go? You need to like explain yourself. No, but do you think it's you a shit give... feeling? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you don't think that there's a sense <laughs> of uh, the, the. I think the, the shit feeling only comes when they get caught. Okay, so sorry to be this horny mess today. Uh, <laughs> okay, what,
0: what are this this saying?
1: Yeah, once a cheater, always a cheater. Um, I I don't I don't I don't think so. I think uh, I think it, there are. I'm not condoning it, obviously, but like I I think there are times when cheating on someone like betraying them was a necessary lesson and and hopefully a lesson that will not be repeated so i don't think once a cheater always a cheater i, I do. really don't think so i do uh, but uh, <laughs> sorry i <laughs> i'm thinking about i'm thinking about this feeling still um so we, muslims have this thing ramadan where we fast you know, and we're not supposed to eat anything or drink anything for from sunrise to sunset. Mm. Including in that is sex or masturbation and all this, right? One time, the horny the horny fuckamar, okay? I was <laughs> <I'm> 17 <laughs> years old, 18 years old. Yeah. Okay? I, like, it was like 3 p.m. and it was so boring. I just, I went online, okay? The sun was up, man. <laughs> the sun oh. was up, okay? Okay? And, 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 I, and I jerked off, okay? Mm. I jerked off. I jerked off twice, actually. In a <laughs> row, okay? Just <laughs> All right? But that, she that, that shitty feeling of of breaking a fast, jerking off. I Wait, was that, like, "That's what you're really... So I, I, I was think, like, "This
0: is actual addiction." No, because what it's done is you've you've let yourself down to some capacity.
1: Yeah. So even though I didn't get caught, I knew God was watching sure. me with my dick out and shit. Sure. But what do you think God <laughs> felt? He probably felt even worse, saying like, "I made this guy." My freaking <laughs> kid here just did it. I made this little shit. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like I, I, I view the reason I say once a cheer, always a year. Man, I once had a a date with a girl. I was seeing her for like a, a hot minute there, yeah. and she was at my house justifying cheating. Mm. And I remember sitting there thinking, both <laughs> I'm being gaslit right now, and I I really like this girl. Yeah, I'm being gaslit, um, and this is a major red flag, mm-hmm. major red flag. So. <clears throat> The top, I don't remember, the topic came up in something that I can't sure. share, but yeah. uh, I was really against it. And um, she said, like, what's your issue with this? Have you ever been cheated on? I've been asked this before because I've got a sensitivity to do that. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I really, if I know someone that's done that to someone else, I'd lose a lot of respect for them. Yeah, yeah. I do. I, I think it's one of the worst things you can do to somebody.
1: Personally. Personally. Like,
0: like, if, if I said, hey, I cheated on this girl. I would lose respect for you. Yeah, yeah, man. And and if any of my idols did it too, mm-hmm. I would I would feel just it's just such a uh, I don't know what it's hard to explain. Everyone has different things, man. And yeah, and for me, it's seeing
1: someone's capability of betraying you. I
0: like, think that, yeah, but like I'm an emotional guy. Yeah, and I think if you wanted to destroy me, yeah, you could cheat on me, and that would that would really destroy me. I think so. Damn, and so with that power, I look at others and I, I just, yeah, I would, I would you, still, you empathize too much. Yeah, I think so. I would have you as my friend still, but I would look at you as not nice guy Amar and it would become a, a fraud yeah. front, man. Anybody that's nice, that cheats it to me is just like, I don't know why, but my brain
1: makes them think that it's all a front and fake. Yeah. Uh, yep. that's the thing. It's like, uh, I think in a relationship, it, obviously you got to be all in Right. But as soon as you have a back door or you create a back door, mm. that's when it just, it, it crumbles right away and the back door being cheating. Yeah. Right. And and I feel like if, you know, if I'm your friend and I cheated on, um, you know, I cheated on a girl. Which right? I'm not even a part of that situation. You're not even right? part of the situation. Yeah. You'd, you'd be like, okay, well this guy is capable of creating back doors of yeah. betraying
0: people. You can lay a foundation where you think everything's okay, but you're being shady in the background. And that's such a dangerous thing. Anyways, this girl started justifying cheating by saying both her parents cheated on each other, her brothers cheated on this and that. And I remember sitting there thinking, Dan, like, I know you're attracted to her. Yeah. Like, she was hot, man. Yeah. Genuinely, I thought she was mad hot. Yeah. Uh, And I was like, don't be blinded by her appearance right now. Mm -hmm. Listen to what she's saying. She has just said, you know, in so many words that cheating is something a part of her foundation, which is why it's not as bad for her. Oh, yeah. And she was reflecting on this situation. I remember thinking, I think this is it, man. Uh, Like there's no way around this. Yeah. There's no way around this to to justify cheating. I can only imagine what it'd become later. And then when I said that, she goes, you have to understand Dan, like this is how I grew up. And I'm like, I can understand that you didn't choose how you grew up, but don't, don't make it seem like I'm the crazy one here. Yeah. 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 And it did gaslight me because I I ended up hitting up my friend, Mimi, (laughs) who I I talked to about a lot of stuff. I'm like, Mimi, you got to tell me like, am I crazy? Like, like, am I the sensitive one here? She goes. Damn, that is so like fucked up. Yeah, like no, Yo, your poor Mimi. Shout out to
1: Mimi, bro. This girl listens. Hold on, oh, I listen mm-hmm. to Mimi equally. No, and no, I'm, no. I'm saying, yeah, you do, you do. But I feel like any effed up situation, this girl has been there. I think it's to important. You out.
0: I think it's important to have somebody. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And a, a part of like being a bachelor, which you are as yeah. well, you You're don't sure? you don't have somebody that you can sort of lean on. Mm. You don't. I have my mom that I can lean on for specific things. Like if I'm feeling lonely, hey, do you want to go for a walk? And, and I have that time occupied. But you're not immune to loneliness. And sure, it comes up. And, and it doesn't mean that when you're lonely, oh, I want a partner. I think it's just a natural human emotion, right? Yeah. Then when other things in your life happen, like girl problems and stuff like that, there's so few people, especially as a guy, that you could talk to, and they would actually listen. A lot of them be like, eh, don't worry about it." No, don't be a pussy. It's okay. It's fine. Yeah, she's yeah, hot. Yeah. Look at her. And it's like, I don't need that advice. I know she's hot. Like, I I want advice. Like, like, is this messed up? Like, yeah. mentally,
1: take away all looks. <laughs> like, could I be a victim to being cheated on?
0: Yeah. No, no, she's
1: hot, man. Yeah. Don't worry. Those jugs. Come on. You know. <laughs> it's like shit. Damn. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, man. I don't know. I. I so I, I. Yes, I do think we all know how to forgive. I think I haven't met someone who who doesn't know that forgiveness is the answer and is a good thing to do. I just think there are ways to to forgive that, that aren't... What am I trying to say? Basically, what I'm trying to say is forgiveness needs to be easier, and we need to find a way to, to make that easier. I don't, think it you, seem, I don't think you can. No, it seems like talking to your friends first, like... stepping out, stepping out of it. Like, like you've been saying is like stepping out of the situation um, and not being in the context of the situation, you know, whether it's taking a five minute, you know, five minutes out or like a day out or a week out and just rationalizing your way through things, I think might be a good. Well, yeah.
0: Similar to what you just said. Like I, I've learned over the years that um, the mass, the masses and the mass advice and tips that you read online, um, most of the, I think most of the time it's okay if they don't connect. Yeah. I went to the gym today with my personal trainer. He goes, Dan, you're going to see all these guys on Instagram, do it like this, do it like this, but everybody's different. And if your muscle is this way, you got to tweak your arm. And I'm like, that's crazy, man. Mm -hmm. Like everyone thinks that there's only one way of advice. So when it comes to forgiveness, there's, there's a a plan that will work best for you, but it's not going to be either plan a, B or C. It could be parts of a parts of B, a little bit of C back to a a bit. We're, Humans get this idea that we're all simple and there's only like four or five different variants. Humans are the most complex people ever. You yeah. may have a type or you may, oh, trust me, I know how they're going to do this. They are so friggin' complex yeah. that when it comes to something like forgiveness, there's a way to do it, which you're saying could be easier. You just have to figure out what that is. Yeah, Because at the end of the day, from looking at this topic, the forgiveness is for you. It's not for them. I, I think it looks like you're, it's, oh, um, it's, I accept it. It is for you, which is why we've had, we've struggled in this conversation to find a bad way of spinning forgiveness because that's like giving yourself a glass of water. Why would that ever be bad? Yeah. You
1: know, I just don't think it's one of those things that can be spun to be bad. I just wish one of my biggest wishes in in life is to be that type of person that these online advices like work for. oh why don't you just do this oh i never thought of it that way ah good yeah yeah just
0: yeah one of those like simple jacks just come on here it's like oh wow oh
1: shit i never (laughs) said shit i eat a strawberry and do a backflip and i'm fine amazing it's like shit that shit never works for me but by before the song plays out okay you're not gonna play this out george bush is not forgiven Mm. okay i need justice for this war criminal crimes against humanity
0: there it is you're just not ready man not not
1: ready all right, guys, there you have it. If you have any advice for uh, forgiveness,
0: please hit us up in the DMs, at Danocracy and at Amar Originals. Uh, yeah, thanks so much for listening. We'll catch you in the next one. We love you. Even if it's just
1: us, even if it's just us. Even if it's just us, watching TV, the sound of you.